Hey guys, Evan from Jimaware. We're really happy to be supporting Coach Demayo's podcast series once again. For those that don't know, our main product is Jimaware. It's the gold standard for measuring performance and implementing velocity-based training in the weight room. It excels in busy team training environments, and for many coaches, it's the Swiss Army knife of their toolkit. The Jimaware is used for athlete profiling, jump testing, fatigue monitoring, and for lifting within velocity zones. The system provides real-time feedback on individual targets, plus it's got an impressive range of leaderboards. Now, for those that are after a VBT device that's affordable, for the individual and for smaller groups, we recently released our new laser-based product, Flex. Importantly, it's been independently validated and proven to be both accurate and reliable. So if you're interested in either product, or you wanna learn more about the velocity-based training and how it can help you as a coach, Check out our website or contact us directly. So in the meantime, we trust you enjoy the Coach Demayo's podcast, Outside the Rack. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information? Or a place where you can find different opinions from forward-thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 67th episode of Outside the Rack. Brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're just going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined by the assistant football strength and conditioning coach at the University of South Carolina, Scott Saulwasser. Scott, thanks for being with us, brother. Hey, Jay, it's my pleasure, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and it's been a while since we've talked, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this opportunity to, uh, you know, talk shop and, and have a good time, and, and so let's do it. Yeah, man, it's always great to catch up. I'm glad you're doing well, and I'm glad things are great, you know, down there in, in Columbia, but before we get too far into this, man, who is Scott Saulwasser? <clears throat> you know what, man, like, uh, first and foremost and, and this this sounds and and you know my answer might have been different certainly would have been different 20 years ago you know maybe even 10 years ago and it, it sounds kind of cheesy but like the number one I'm a father um, of two beautiful daughters and uh you know like may not be the answer most people would expect but uh you know that's 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 my priority and uh and and that's number one who I am you know, and, and, and I'll be a hundred percent honest with that, you know, um, as far as after that, um, I would say I'm somebody who, who wants to help people get better. And, and in, obviously that takes many shapes and forms throughout the world, right? Teachers, you know, surgeons, like, 
you know, you name it. Um, but uh, my way of helping people get better or help or, or helping people improve is is strength and conditioning. It happens to be something that I know a little bit about, that that I'm passionate about, and that I enjoy. So I'm blessed to be able to take something that that I enjoy doing, and that 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 uh, once again I know something about, and be able to use that as my vehicle to to touch lives and 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 help people improve. You know, whether it be mentally. Uh, psychologically, uh, emotionally, and then obviously physically. I love it, man. And yeah, you know, I would, I would have, I would have guessed that about you. That like number one, man, was the girls. And then, you know, like when we've gotten to talk, you know, it, every time it's, it's been about, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been about what's best for Sal. It's always been about how can I find <laughs> something to do what's best for everybody else. And I appreciate I that, that, man. Like Not everyone would agree with you, but, but I well, appreciate that, man. Hey, man, that's you know? just the vibe I catch. Like, you know, and I appreciate I'm just going to say it how lot, I see man. it. And it's like, yeah. that's why I appreciate the times we get to talk and, and, you know, chat back and forth, whether it's an Instagram DM or whatever, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that means a lot, man. And, and you know, I think in this profession, you know, and, and I'm far from perfect, but I, I try to be someone that lifts up younger coaches and, and helps them along, you know, and, and not be someone whose ego is so big that I'm trying to act like I got all the answers and, and suppress everybody and, and all that, man. So like, I appreciate, you know, the kind words, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to help athletes and, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully groom, you know, the, the strength and conditioning professionals of, of tomorrow even if it means that, that they're going to take my job one day. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that means we're doing a good job, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, man, you know, I, the other thing too is, is you're a coach who, who digs and really when it comes to this kind of, it's kind of funny to say it this way, this new idea that speed matters, mm -hmm. you were one of the first guys out there to really talk about sprinting with football. And like working in this stuff and, and doing it at the, the FBS level. So like right. being someone who's been kind of out in front of the pack, I'm excited to hear about, about right, these right. next two, but the first one in, in particular. If you wouldn't mind, describe right. about a learning situation that brought about an epiphany right. in your career. Right. Well, I've got I've got two answers. I've got two answers for this question. Sorry, I just got a call. Um two answers for this question kind of in two different directions here. So ironically that you should ask because today I actually, so I turned 40 years old uh, a month or so ago. And uh, so I want to run my 40 at 40. All right. So I actually did uh, force velocity profiling uh, on myself today, um, just two hours before we talked, um, you know, to try to get myself on a, on a eight week program and, and, and try to, you know, if I can break five flat, you know, I'm, I'm 245 pounds and I'm 40 years old. So my goal is to break five flat. So I did some uh, profiling on myself using the, the normal apps, you know, my sprint run Maddox stuff I've used before. But the cool thing is uh, my friend Les Spellman, who obviously is blowing up now, you know, but uh, he's uh, doing a lot of work with force velocity profiling uh, using GPS data which I've not done before. So in addition to my usual metrics that I would take on somebody um, training to improve linear speed, uh, I wore a, a catapult unit and I'm gonna send my data over to Les and he's gonna 
you know, uh, get on a Zoom call and 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 kind of take me through his process for for uh, trying to you know get some of the same um, metrics to individualize programming from GPS data, which obviously would be a game changer because you can't you know taking timed laser time splits for an entire football team is is a lot more um, uh, is is a lot less cost uh, time effective than just putting them in GPS units, which they already wear, having them run, and then having a formula to get that data from that. So hopefully it works. Looking forward to lurk at, working with less on that. So that is my science-y kind of um, uh, strength and conditioning answer that I'm, I'm doing now. But really, when you say epiphany, there's kind of three different um, strength and conditioning related, but not really like sports science related more like just coaching mentorship like inspiration related um answers to this question so ironically um the the first time i kind of had an epiphany was why i'm even in this business so i graduated college um and i i, I played and went to uc davis in california and uh, graduated was spending the summer kind of hanging out going to the beach i happened to be in southern california now i grew up uh, a USC Trojan football fan. And, uh, you know, playing in college, I decided that I enjoyed training. I enjoyed training really more than I enjoyed playing football. So, so I kind of knew maybe I wanted to be a strength coach, but we didn't really have one in college because I played at a D2 school, now they're FCS. So I didn't really know that that, what that looked like or what that was. So I decided to go visit just the USC campus again because I was a fan and I'm walking past the practice field and they happened to be out there um, doing like a team run. And so the gates open, so I kind of wander out there and I see this enormous bald guy um, taking the team through drills. It was Aaron Osmus, who now I've, I've long since become good friends with. But I'm standing there looking at this dude and I'm like, that's a job? Like really, like like that's a job. Like I can I can do that and and get paid for it and like make a living from it. I mean, this is awesome. So I I kind of hung around and got to talking with him. But anyway, that moment right there was when I decided to be a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and and you know I didn't know even yet what it would entail. But anyway, that that moment. And then uh, fast forward a couple years, I'm at Sacramento State and I'm I'm in my first paid position working for Gary Uribe, who also came from USC. Um, he's at San Jose State now, but he was my first mentor. And I'm so grateful for learning the right way right away, so to speak, because I always tell people if I would have, you know, I, I didn't know, again, I didn't know what a strength and conditioning coach looked like. So like, if I had been under, you know, some jabroni, right from the start, I would have probably thought that that's how things should be, you know, and I wouldn't have known any different, but I learned the right way, right away. And ironically worked for, in my mind, still one of the best speed coaches in the country. Now, a lot of people don't know him because he does it. He's not on a lot of podcasts or anything like that, but tremendous coach that taught me that you should be coaching movement. You should be coaching speed. You should, all that is just as important, if not more important than the weight room. That was my first um, you know, GA and, and full-time assistant job. And, and not to go overboard on this question, but the third epiphany I had was when I was at Cal as an assistant strength coach for football. Cal rugby 
um, if people aren't familiar with it, Cal Rugby is one of the most successful organizations that exists in sports. I mean, they've won 20 something national championships and I had never seen a culture like that. I'm talking about buy-in from the players, like very high standards. But what really impressed me the most was the, like most people know Jocko Willink, he's got Extreme Ownership, it's a book. But before that book even came out, I want to, you want to talk about a staff that had extreme ownership. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to be around those rugby coaches and never heard them badmouth a player, never heard them blame a player, never heard them, oh, that guy's a turd or whatever. Like if there was a player that was um, underachieving or acting up or, or, or not to the standard, it was the coach's fault and he was going to fix it. Now, you know, that didn't mean that every kid was fixable. And sometimes, you know, there, there's going to be consequences to pay. Obviously, it's not, it's, they're, they're not, they're coddling the players, but they're taking ownership over the product. And that just blew me away. It made me think like, wow, yeah, I mean, if, if I'm in charge of this, right, then, then, then I've got to take ownership over everything that's going on. And at the end of the day, regardless of what happens, good or bad, it's my fault. And, and that extreme ownership really blew me away. And that's something to this day that I try to carry with me. And I don't always do a perfect job of it, but I try to carry it with me. So anyway, there's my answers to learning situations and epiphanies. Dude, I love it. You know, and I think that all too often people do kind of get stuck in, in different situations and, and being, having like a, a zeroed mindset of like this is exactly where it is but being able to understand early on what again like i don't understand why this is becoming in vogue now but like if you run faster than the other guy like you got a better chance to do things well um i don't know <laughs> when you say it that way it kind of sounds like obvious but like right right yeah improving those motor skills is so important and to get that early is is so important but that's a crazy story about double a man i never yeah i didn't know yeah. that and that's like yeah man i was like that right there that i want to do i don't even know what that title is but that's what i want to do yeah that's awesome man that that's really awesome but now man you know when you have those three learning situations it's it, it leads to questions which leads to the next one if sal could ask one question and he knows he's going to get the answer to it what is that going to be and why yeah, you know, I think uh, in in this field, you know, and this is this is <clears throat> so uh, the the best way I can explain this is is back when you were a kid, right? Like there were those books where you would you would read them, and it was like you'd come to a situation, and you could pick. You had two choices and it would say, if you choose this, go to page 83. And if you choose, choose this, go to page like 114 or whatever. And then if you didn't like what you found, you would go back and then you would, you would cho choose the other option, right? Or even like on Netflix, they had a, a show, Bandersnatch. Um, uh, it was like the same thing. You could click on one thing or the other. So I guess long story short, in this profession, you're faced with so many choices in terms of opportunities, jobs to take jobs to turn down you know way weighing the work with the quality of life and and all of that so i guess my 
question would be, you know, and, I, and I'm extremely happy and blessed to be where I'm at, but my, my question would be in terms of career moves, like where should I be? You know, like where should I be right now? Is it, is it, in, in, and I'm blessed to be here, you know? Where should I be five years from now, 10 years from now? Like, like what is the right choice? You know, because it's, it's, if it's it, in this field, it's, it's really, you know, it's hard. <laughs> is the best way to is the best way to put it you don't know you don't know one two three years down the road you don't know what's going to happen you know so i i guess like you know if if i had one question you know it would be that it's like show me a picture of me in a set of gear you <laughs> with the logo on my shirt or whatever that lets me know all right when this one comes that's 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 the one to take and and stay there as long as you can, you know, and I'm blessed and fortunate. And I work for, like I said, Paul Jackson, the best strength coach in the business. And I'm beyond grateful to be where I'm at, but in this profession, you, yeah, you never know, man. So I guess that would be my question is where should Sal ultimately be? That's rad, man. You know, being able to see the future like that would be cool. And I think that that is something that is, uh, that a lot of us, Cause here's like what could be wild, right? Like, what if you already skipped it? Like, what if you had that chance, you know? And <laughs> then it's like, then what, you know? Dude, That'd be trippy. And, and 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 there's, you know, ironically, there's been opportunities that that I may should have taken that I didn't, you know, that without getting into it, that I kicked myself over, you know. Um, so it's like. You never know, man. You never know. All you can do, and and literally, again, I'm happy here, man. All you can do is wake up each day and give your give your best to the athletes and and have a positive attitude. But yeah, man, like you know, this is a field where you know, and I know you've been blessed to stay where you've been for a long time, you know. And I think that's none of us none of us want to be vagabonds, you know, bouncing from school to school all the time, man. I think we all want to be able to have a great situation where you can settle down and, and be comfortable um, financially, but also, you know, be able to impact lives and, and grow as a coach and, and win some games, obviously, you know, and it's, it's just where, where is that, you know, and yeah, man, you know, there's some, there's some opportunities that you may have passed up that you should have taken, you know, or, and, and, but hope, hopefully the best is yet to come. So, I know that's kind of like, we'd all love to see the future for many different reasons. You know what I mean? But I guess that would be my question. I, I dig it though, man. That's pretty rad. Cause then too, you know, like when that, when that happens too, that'd be a good thing to know, you know, where it's yeah. like, yeah, man, let's, let's get off the train. <laughs> yeah. No, no doubt, brother. No doubt. But listen, man, I mean, a guy who's up there right now, rolling through the grind of the season, you know, getting after it, trying to help coaches be better, trying to find better ways to do things. You got to have a way to get back to neutral. So right. what's Sal's escape? Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned, you know, uh, first and foremost, I'm a father, you know, so uh, my two daughters live in Texas and I was able to, we had a bye week last weekend. Um, so, you know, I, I obviously following, following proper precautions and wearing my mask and all that, you know, I was able to, um, get out of town for a couple of days and go see them both play soccer. Uh, one's four and one's seven. And the four-year-old uh, scored two goals and 
probably told me like 10 times that she scored two goals, reminded me in case I forgot. And I'm like, yeah, I got him on video. And, uh, you know, the seven-year-old plays soccer too. And, and, you know, is out there hustling and, and all that. And, you know, I just, I like it for several reasons. I like it because, you know, since they're girls, they're going to play sports that I really know nothing about. <laughs> so I'm there as a cheerleader. Like I couldn't, I, I don't know the first, like, you know, I don't know the first thing about soccer, but what I do know is like, you know, I want to see them hustle. I want to see them have fun. I want to see them smile and, and sweat and just, you know, be around their teammates and, and they both enjoy the heck out of it. And then, and, and, you know, and then after that, I got to go trick or treating with them, which was, which was really cool, you know? So that's, that's, that's obviously an escape, um, you know, during, during uh, lockdown, um, which unfortunately everybody had to deal with for a couple months a while back, you know, I'm, and as when I think back about it, you know, the, the tough part was not knowing, again, we just talked about knowing the future. The tough part was not knowing the future. Like if you would have told me like, everything's going to be fine. Like you guys are going to play a season. Like it's no worries. I would have enjoyed myself a lot more <laughs> than I did, you know, but instead it was like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. But I'm fortunate enough uh, to live right by the river down here, which, you know, I was able to get out and go to the river um, fish, if you want to call it that, you know, my, my, my daughters would be quick to tell you that, that daddy's not very good at fishing. He doesn't ever catch anything, but you know, I'll get out there and just get outdoors and, and, and fish. And, and I went to the beach when the beach is opened and, you know, uh, being a California guy, you know, I used to be uh, a bit of a surfer, but moving to Lubbock, Texas for a few years, you know, that'll take the surfer out of you. There ain't many waves out there. So I haven't done that in a while, but, you know, outdoor stuff, beach, river, fishing, you know, but, but obviously ultimately my girls and then reading, but I have a rule when I leave the office, I like to read leadership books or non-strength and conditioning books. You know, I don't want to be sitting at home thinking about like, jump profiling and stuff like that you know but i but i do want to sit at home and think about you know how how to be a better man a better leader things like that so i'll I'll read that type of stuff i dig it man that's great and it's i'm again man i'm glad to see you're doing great i'm glad we got the chance to catch up this is awesome stuff and uh, you know I, again it's all just just happy that you're you're happy man and that you're in a great spot and that things are good because you know it's at the end of the day, that's what matters. And I appreciate all you're doing to help people be better, man. And keep up the great stuff, brother. And again, thanks for your time. Hey, likewise, brother, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, man. Well, we'll be in touch real soon, brother. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.